Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast it's Darkest Timeline Podcast. So you know the drill by now, something from the week, games, movies and TV, if I've been doing that stuff, probably a bit of a chat about the gym I guess. YouTube, there's a YouTube channel, if you're not checking us out there please do, there's usually a video. Um, if you can subscribe, if you're not subscribing, and uh, share with your friends, family, people like that, get them to subscribe as well. That would be super awesome. Uh, I'll send you a big hug if you do. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Let's party started. Hello. It is me. Oh, man. Right. One second. There, that's bound to be better. I mean, that, you know, three quarters of an inch is going to make a huge audio difference. Sometimes when you're looking at these microphones, it's like, I don't know if I'll ever get it in the right position. Um... Which is part of the reason that I'm in the market for new audio equipment. Might, might sort that out today. Might. <coughs> oh, yeah. Um, obviously, first thing we got to get through, got to do an update on how ill I am. Um... I can tell you that I had a day, one day, and it wasn't a full day. It was mid-morning to, like, the evening, and sort of into the night, where I didn't feel unwell. I didn't feel unwell? Yeah, that's right, isn't it? I felt okay. Um... And I was just blown away by it. I was just like, my God, this is what it feels like to feel well again. It's been so long. I mean, I was telling somebody, telling a couple of people, saying it's like two months. That's not right. It's not normal, is that? Um, anyway, so that was that. And between... All of my children, they were like, "Oh, did you uh, did you say you were feeling better?" I didn't, didn't say that. They must have sensed it. They're like, uh, "Well, I mean, we've all got some form of cold, um, so uh, we can help you out with that." So yeah, by the end of the same day, I was like, mm, "Feeling a bit ropey in the old cold department." And then yesterday, both me and Leanne had a little bit of a poorly tummy. And I was just like, I'm, I mean, beyond done doesn't cover any part of this. So, yeah, um... I mean, I, I, I presume this is this is just it now. This is my life. 
this is where I'm at. I'm that guy. Um, I, I just don't know. I just don't know what to tell you. So there, there's the update on the sickness level. I know you guys tune in for it. I know that people have literally gone, well, that's the bit I listened to done. I'm out of it and turned off. Uh, right, over to the list. I'm going to warn you, and this isn't the kind of warning I normally give. Not a huge amount on the list. And... Um, because of the amount that's there, I'm going to sort of focus on stuff a bit more, talk about other stuff that relates to it. Uh, but I don't feel that this is going to be super long. So that's the best way to secure that this podcast is like an hour and a half. You can guarantee. Every time I've ever said the phrase, don't think this will be a long one, well over an hour. But, best way to find out is to crack on. Uh, first thing on my list is, um, spoke a little while ago about um, children's toys. And the sheer volume of waste that's involved. Um, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very conscious and very self-conscious that I don't want to become a certain type of person. But I, I am, I am rocketing towards becoming that person. It's, it's like part of me wants to be like a vegan plastic no plastic activist that's where I'm headed that's who I'm going to become and anybody who knows me or you guys probably know I have a bit of a I mean hatred isn't the right word but I have a dislike a strong strong dislike for vegans and if you want to get me started on that subject we could be here all day um Sorry, I'm just trying to move a cable. I don't want to kick it. So, there's that. But, um, some of the research I've been doing recently, um, I sort of said that I'd been watching, I'd watched that Game Changers documentary. Didn't affect me like I thought it would, but it did give me a bit of food for thought. I've listened to a podcast recently. That is... At this point in time, possibly my most used phrase. I listened to a podcast recently. Closely followed by, I recorded a podcast recently. Um, I, I realised today those phrases come out a lot. Uh, but I listened to a podcast. It was the American Glutton, the Ethan Supley podcast. That was talking about um, a vegan keto diet i'm very in i'm very interested very intrigued by keto uh, the thing that concerns me is that uh only certain people are able to actually do keto from what i'm told um and i'm not sure i'm one of them uh but anyway i'm, I'm getting off get off topic here um so i've had this thing for quite a while like plastic um i really don't i really don't like 
plastic. I really don't like the use of plastic. Um, for all of the reasons that we're told not to like plastic. Not to like using plastic. Um, and there are certain products that come into this house. <coughs> where I'm like, that's ridiculous. Um, something that I discovered recently is that um, the bag that bread comes in. The ones that we get are recyclable. I still put them in the bin. I put them in the bin, walk away from the bin, they go, damn it, go back to the bin, take the bag out of the bin, and put it where the recycling goes. Um, because, that to me, that's a recent thing. Um, but we get, uh, we get these um, croissants and chocopan for the girls for breakfast. Um, and... They, they come in a plastic bag and there's like, I don't know how many is in a bag, like 10 in a bag maybe. They come in a plastic bag, or let's say there's 10, let's just get that out of the way straight off. Let's say there's 10. They come in a plastic bag, there's 10 of them. Each one is individually wrapped in plastic. Okay? So there's that. <coughs> the... Uh, the reason for this is that they're, I think they've got a longer lifespan on them. Um, so presumably individually wrapping them keeps them fresher. Uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know the ins and outs, but um, so you've got this, uh, these individually wrapped croissants and chocopans in a plastic bag, and you read on the back, and it says that not only is the bag not recyclable. The individual plastic wrappers are also not recyclable. And I hate it. I think that is uh, that is clearly a company that is going out of its way to not do, do their bit for the environment. Um, I don't know what cost goes into it. I don't know why somebody or well, why a company would make that choice. I can only ever imagine it's a cost thing. Uh, I know that um, I've been looking at something recently, and I was gonna um, I was gonna order something that was uh, recycled, like on recycled cardboard, and it was more expensive. And I don't mean it was like a little bit more expensive. I mean it was like massively more expensive to get it on recycled card than to get it on just card. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Like a lot of things in, in life, in this world, we don't encourage things enough. Companies don't encourage things enough. Um, I've said for a long time, if I could have any car, I'd want a Tesla. But I'd also want the um, solar roof panels so that you're charging your car from the sun. You know, stuff like that. Um, so... Now, I had a few issues around Christmas about toy companies just going way over the top with their packaging. And it was it, it was offensive to me, like a lot of things in life. It was offensive to me. So, you know, you you recycle what you can. Obviously, it all goes in recycling, so it's not a huge... You know, if it was going in the bin, that would be different. However... 
Christmas, um, two of my children got these things. Now, admittedly, <coughs> if I'd have known what they actually were, what the end result was, I would not have bought these items. So they were like, um, they looked like, like a little sweet tub, or if you've ever had like a frappuccino, you know, like the cup that a frappuccino comes in. They look like that, sealed, you know, they don't have a straw in sort of thing. And they were supposedly a grow your own, like a fairy, like, like a, a mini garden. And you plant it, you put soil on, you water it, and you grow your own fairy, let's say it was. And then once it's grown, you take it out and you uh, can do stuff with it because it's like, it's like a little toy thing. So that was the understanding. Uh, I was like, you know, we'll wait until there's like a holiday, then we'll plant them early on, and then we can watch them grow. So that was that. So obviously half term's been and gone. <coughs> oh, can we plant these? Yeah, sure, you know, it's perfect time to do it. We said we'd do it at the holidays. It's the holidays. Let's get it done. So obviously there are these plastic tubs. First thing you have to do is take the plastic wrapping off the plastic tub. So you've got to do that. Then you've got to get everything out. And there's a plastic bag that's got some quote-unquote magic soil i'll come to that you've got the quote-unquote seed which isn't a seed like you might imagine like a little seed that you plant it is a giant not not giant it's a large plastic egg looking thing with a split in the top like a four-way split in the top i'm like okay <coughs> then there's like these other bits so i'm i'm always don't throw anything away find the instructions first read the instructions find out what you're supposed to be doing before you start unpacking stuff and throwing things away because you can guarantee at some point you're going to throw away an important piece of kit i've drummed this in so uh, you know here's the instructions right let's have a read so take the base the base part of the pot put the large plastic seed in the base of the in the bottom of the base of this pot open the plastic bag that's got the magic soil now magic soil turns out to be the only way i can really explain it is like shredded foam that, that has been coloured purple. So I'm like, okay. Then use the small plastic leaf that it comes with to pour water in and watch it grow. I'm like, okay. So I do this, for, I put the seed in the, pod, in the pot for one daughter, I put the seed in the pot for the other daughter. Magic, quote unquote, magic soil on, get it all over the place, all of that. Did all the stuff, got it ready. I was like, right, now we need to water these. Took the first one into the kitchen, 
<coughs> my eldest gets some water, she pours it on the seed, pours it on the seed, pours it on the seed, and then there's this pop. And this small plastic fairy thing shoots out of the top of the plastic seed like a bullet out of a gun. We were like, like proper like, whoa, what, what, what's happening? I thought it was broken. I was like, what the actual F? So there's this fairy there. We must have poured. Well, this, this leaf was like, I don't know, an inch long and a quarter of an inch deep. I mean, how much water is that going to hold? I think we poured water on it three times, then pop. And I was like, is this a joke? I thought it was like a little garden thing, like you'd plant, you'd have like proper soil and it would have a seed and you plant it and they've got some kind of, it would grow some kind of little plant <coughs> that would somehow look like a fairy. And now I've said that out loud, that sounds stupid. Anywho, so I'm like, right, okay. So second daughter comes, pour the water on, exactly the same thing happens. Pour a little bit of water on, poof. So I'm like, okay, let's read the rest of the instructions. There must be more to it than this. Separate the fairy from the seed. Okay, well, it's kind of clipped into like a plastic mechanism. So, unclip them. That's relatively easy. I sense you already know what's coming. Because what's coming next is discard the pot, the seed, the magic soil, and you've got like, like the lid and a disc that was in the middle. Put some cardboard bits in the disc. The leaf doubles up as like a hammock. You put the little fairy in the hammock and you put the lid on and it's like, like a snow globe without any water or snow. And that's that. And I was, I was just like, what is this? How completely wasteful is this as a product? I know what you're thinking. I should have done more research into this. But I literally thought what I was buying was like a little plant. That's what I thought I was getting. But no. <coughs> what I was getting was a massive amount of waste. Obviously, like you look at it, it's like, well, can this go into recycling? What the hell is half of this stuff? That foam, you know, the 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 magic soil. Can't imagine you can recycle that. Obviously, with like two cats in the house, it's like, well, we're gonna have to get this out because it just that that just screams cat toy and choking hazard for cats. So get them out, get them into the recycling tubs. And hope for the best. But I've just become this, you know, why Why are we so waste? And there's, there is this huge part of me that wants to start going out of my way to try and be more conscientious of 
plastic waste. I stopped getting bottles of water. I used to go through um, a, a sh absolute shed load of litre bottles of flavoured water because um, years and years and years ago, I used to drink a astronomical amount of Diet Coke. <coughs> like a lot of things in my life, there was some form of addiction there. Um, once that went, it was lemonade and then there was like diet iron brew and all this um i don't overly drink uh fizzy drinks at this point in time obviously why do i keep saying obviously it's not obvious you don't you you might not know. you might though um not obviously but energy drinks are fizzy so you guys know how much i consume energy drink wise it's one a day that's all it is um that is a fizzy drink that I do consume. Uh, outside of that, I don't drink anything fizzy. I actively go out of my way to avoid um, fizzy stuff. <coughs> so, I had to find something else. And I found flavoured water. And I went through shed loads of the stuff. Summer was just one after another after another. There was points when it was like, I've drunk four of these this afternoon. Um... Then I started reusing the bottles to put juice in, but then after a few times reusing them, you know, like you're drinking it, it's like, this tastes a bit funky. So you'd still have to recycle them. Um, and through a, I wanted to be a bit more conscientious, and the pure cost of it all, I've given up that as well. At this point in time, I'm currently enjoying a lovely glass of tap water. Mmm. Yes, um, because I don't, I don't drink juice anymore either. I, uh, when I was super, super sick, um, I suddenly got this aversion to juice and I haven't had any since. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I just feel at the moment like maybe I'm not doing enough. Um, I've been super conscientious around, um, this is going to sound weird, <laughs> um, but like when you get in the shower and you get, get like shower gel, I'm trying to use less shower gel <coughs> because you know, you're rubbing it in your hands and it's splashing all over the place and it's just dropping in the shower and all that. I'm trying to use less to, uh, to conserve, same with like shampoo and stuff like that. Um, so I am trying to do various things, um, but yeah, part of me feels like I'm just one day going to break out into being some weird kind of plastic activist. Um, yeah, there you go. Loving the fact that apparently now I have a cough that I haven't had all this time. And I'm, I'm super happy about that. And I'm sure you are too. Um, so I was listening... <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other day. Uh, it was actually yesterday I was listening to it. Um, I'm working my way through the back catalogue of Burkcast. I think at some point I mentioned that although... Um, I thoroughly enjoy Bert Kreischer's stuff. 
um, Two Bears One Cave podcast, his stand up. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm always tuning into his Instagram stories. All of that, uh, thoroughly enjoy that. I didn't listen to his podcast uh, because very much like your mum's house, I looked at it at one point. And went, I don't want to listen to any of that. Obviously, like your mum's house, I looked at it again and went, oh, well, there's somebody else that I would listen to. Um, so went through like the entire back catalogue of Burtcast and found, I think it was in the region of about 30 podcasts that I wanted to listen to. So I'm working through those at the moment. It's been, it's been interesting sort of charting his life from like 2013. Some of the stuff he was talking about then like talking about doing a uh, doing a podcast with Tom called Two Bears One Cave. It's like, yep, give it uh, give it six or seven years, and you will be doing that um, that sort of thing. So I was listening to an episode yesterday where he had Tom Segoia on. They uh, they were talking about various things, and they hit on this subject, and I was losing my mind. Because they started talking about, oh, I hate it when this happens. I hate it when people do this. I hate it when people do that. And Bert just blurts out, I hate rule breakers. Rules are there for a reason. And I hate rule breakers. And they were just talking about people driving, people boarding planes when they shouldn't, people cutting in lines. And they just went on and on. And I was like, it's not just me. Anybody who listens to this knows that if you go back far enough, these podcasts were me bitching, moaning and complaining about people driving. <coughs> Bert lives, or at that point in time, lived on a one-way street. And he would talk about people driving the wrong way, up the one way, because of how dangerous it is. And he's got kids that are playing in the garden and people are driving. Uh, and he's like, because they're not supposed to, they drive really fast. And if that was me, he, he goes on about how it drives him up the wall. And he like has massive arguments with people and all this, that and the other. He's like, this is this is what's gonna get me shot. And all I can think is, that's exactly what I'd be doing. Everything he says that he does, you know, shouting at people as they drive past, getting you know, like various different confrontations with people, that's what I'd be doing. That is what I would be doing. And I was, I just like, the point where he was like, I hate rule breakers. I was like, I am totally with you on that one. I, it's a realisation that I've had over the last, probably the last year or so, <clears throat> especially when I was like bitching about all the like people's driving stuff. I don't know what it is. I don't know what is ingrained in me as a person from my past or from my childhood or what I can't put a finger on it, I can't pinpoint the moment in time. I know, obviously, as a child, like any child, I would have had it drummed into me, you you follow the rules, you follow rules. But why is it that I took that so much more to heart than somebody else would? And I'm very much like, you know, I'll be, I'll be bitching about something, and it's like, you know, the response I get is, why do you care? It's like, because that person shouldn't be doing that. But why do you care so much? It's like, because 
And it's just like, because it just makes me angry. I mean, you know, it's not the only thing in life that makes me angry. <clears throat> but it was when two people and two people that I listen to and I follow and I, you know all that sort of stuff said something that resonated with me and that was I just hate rule breakers and I'm like I am totally with you I am fully on board with this and I'm saying this here and now people I hate rule breakers you know that's why I can't get on with the Audi driver Thomas um so yeah, it was a very much a oh my, I, I'm not alone in this in this crusade to get away from the rule breakers. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's one of those. I could end that there, which I am going to, or I could spend the next forty five minutes talking about it, which I don't think anybody wants. Um, but who knows? Send me an email. Tell me if you want to hear more about my hatred of rule breakers. It's not hatred; it's strong dislike. I wrote something on the list that I'm pretty sure was on last week's list. Sorry, I'm rubbing my eye, which normally wouldn't cause me to um, speak funny. Uh, however, I don't know how or why or what, but I seem to have... You know the bit where your top eyelid and your bottom eyelid join? the Not the tear duct side, but the other side. I'm pretty sure I've split. On my left eye, I'm pl pretty sure I've split that joint. It's uh, it's pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. I'm trying to rub my eye whilst avoiding that. Oh, and uh, on Saturday, <coughs> I went to release one of the children from their car seat, and as I pushed down on the button to release the clips, my thumb slipped off the button and bent my thumbnail half of my thumbnail back halfway and I was like oh that hurt that really hurt and then I've spent the last four days just every day just filing the nail and filing the nail because it gets that bit where it's like it catches on stuff I think there might just be one little bit left should have probably just cut it off if I'm honest but so in British Hall last week we spoke about podcast equipment and I mentioned earlier um, <coughs> I'm, I'm at that point now where I am very much like I think it's time to place the order. Um, I'm very wary. Um, at various points in time you, you, you might be aware that I, I give little insights into podcasting as a as a, as a a medium is it um how it is how you know it's ins and outs and it's uh it's ups and downs it's trials and tribulations and for somewhat it's difficulties it seems these days like every man and his dog and that's not even a, that's not even that's not just the phrase every man and his dog seems to have a podcast um every comedian has one every it seems like every famous person has one um so there's a lot of <coughs> there's a lot of podcast stuff out there in the world the weirdest thing about it is there are not 
huge amounts of information around certain things. You can Google a question about podcasting. You can YouTube a video about podcasting, about certain elements. Or you can do like what I do, which is have a specific question about podcasting and spend literally weeks trying to track down the answer. No joke. <coughs> so, the biggest question I've had over the last few weeks is um, if I want to move to uh, what's called a condenser microphone and I want to move to a cable that I believe is called an XLR, it's a completely different type of connector, how I can go about connecting that to my laptop um, because an XLR is like this big round three pin plug <coughs> obviously laptops don't have those connectors and everything I looked at was like oh you know this microphone comes with this box this box you you plug the the XLR in and it has an out which is a USB cool that's great that's not what I want so I have spent weeks and weeks. It's one of those. This goes all the way back to when I originally started podcasting. Um, I cannot stress, I cannot get across enough how grateful I am to a handful of people. Um, it might not even be a handful. It might be, um, it might just be, so um, my uh, a friend, my friend Pete, um, he has done a podcast <coughs> way back in the archives. Go and dig it out. It was a super, super good podcast. Um, he helped me at the very start. He was the person that was like, "You talk and talk and talk about doing a podcast." Why aren't you doing a podcast? Stop talking about it and do it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm just waiting for this. Why are you waiting? What is it you're waiting for? Well, I need someone to do it with. Why? And there was a lot of, <clears throat> a lot around, you know, I kept saying I was waiting for X or whatever. And, it, and, and Pete was like, why are you waiting just do it. There will be points in time where you will have to do it on your own. So do it. And obviously I was I was scared, like anybody would be. You know, I can't imagine anybody sits down, gets a microphone out and goes, right, here's my podcast, and just does it off, off their backs. Not only that, Pete helped me with um, some software, software that I still use now, <coughs> um, I had, so I had microphone issues to start with, um, and he helped me to get my right, find my way to the microphones that I am still using now that that recording this podcast, and that was that. <coughs> Edward Edward Dench, the man, the legend that is, he helped me massively with audio and video editing. Um, at this point in time I will remind you that there is a YouTube channel and usually there is a video 
please go and check our YouTube channel out. Send us some love over there. So on and so forth. Um, but Ed helped me massively with video editing. I wouldn't have known where to start. So I took the software that Pete told me to use and took it to Ed. And Ed stumbled his way through and worked his way through how to actually use it. And between him and the internet and me doing a little, tiny little bit <coughs> and, and various different ways, like using the clap. We used to do a clap and all this, that and the other. Uh, before I learned that you can use peaks and troughs of audio. Um, Edward helped me to um, to learn how to do video editing. And I know a lot of you are thinking, yeah, you need to keep, you know, do more learning. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing the boundaries. You should see the one I'm doing at the moment. Whew. It needed so much editing, and I've done no editing. Uh, it's as raw as it gets. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Because like I, I needed a cough. Um, this isn't what I'm getting at. You know, um, I'll always be hugely grateful to Paul, Leanne, Thomas, um, James Panas. Um, people who were there at the start and said, yeah, I'll do a podcast with you. Yeah, I'll talk about this, that and the other. Yeah, I'll come every week. Huge, hugely grateful to Stu and Matt for their contributions because they have a long way to travel to do it or they have to call in or free up the time or whatever. <coughs> so, going all the way back, I used other people and that I don't mean that how it sounds but I used other people's knowledge and information to get a podcast off the ground and to keep it moving forward at this point in time I'm ready to take another step which is to attempt to make <coughs> the audio better I'm sure right at this point in time, you're wishing that the audio wasn't as good as it is now, so you didn't have to listen to me cough and sniff and splutter my way through this podcast. But, I mean, you know, like I say, two months of being sick, I imagine you're probably used to it by now. Um, what I mean by making the audio better is, um, we moved from the original podcast in space, at a time when I believe there was only one microphone. We moved to a bigger podcast in space. Um, and at some point there was an addition of a second microphone. That brought some super clean audio. It was great. It was really, really working. We moved back to the original podcast in space. <coughs> which has had some weird results. It's a smaller space. You would imagine that audio-wise, it would be even better. But there's been a multitude of audio problems moving back to this space. Right, I'm having a big drink. And I'm going to try and buy an inhaler. 
uh, which will be here, in the hope that I can try and clear this cough. I mean, where are the freaking hours this come from? Um, so, there's been a series of podcasts that I've done in this space where some of the audio has been awful. Now, this audio will be perfectly fine. At this point in time, I am sitting in the middle of the room and I've got two microphones pointing as or as as directly at me as they possibly can be. They are angled. <coughs> Let's face it, they're picking up the audio. And I'm sure you are glad of that. Um, however, a particular podcast that I've been doing recently with my uh, good friend Luke, some of the audio has been not great. So his microphone is situated where he sits and picks him up beautifully. My microphone is situated where I sit and it is like I am over the other side of an aircraft carrier. Aircraft hanger. Aircraft hanger, not a carrier. Either work, they're both big. <coughs> and it's got to the point where it's been going on for too long. Um, I've had a piece of equipment in my Amazon basket since before I started doing this podcast. And I think it's reached that point where I'm like, I think it's time to make that step. Again, this wasn't even what I was talking about. What I was talking about was how difficult it is to find specific pieces of information. You want to go onto YouTube and Google how to do a great podcast. You'll find a video entitled how to do a great podcast. You'll find 10 tips and tricks for great audio. Um, which is the best camera to use for podcasting? A multitude of these things. The internet is full of it. I get a, I get a newsletter about how to make great podcasts. But if you want to know how to connect an XLR cable to a laptop not using a USB... Good luck. <coughs> I feel at this point in time I should give some shout outs to the handful of videos that I found that actually told me how to do it. And at this point in time I'm only 80% sure. And at this point in time I am on the verge of spending an astronomical amount of money on something I'm only 80% sure about. And knowing my look, like I do, <coughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say, there's a high chance it's not going to work. And knowing my temper the way I do, having spent an astronomical amount of money on something that doesn't work because I couldn't find the correct information, I will more than likely lose my shit. So, you know, look out for that on a future podcast. Not me losing my shit, me talking about how I lost my shit because I didn't get something to work. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck's sake, honestly. I feel ten times worse than I did earlier today. Oh, fuck's sake. Right, let's roll through the rest. Because at this point in time, you don't want to listen to uh, 
any of this nonsense. Um, I've watched a movie, <coughs> but it's not a movie for everyone. I am currently still watching a series. I've started a TV series, and I've played a couple of games. So, um, for Christmas, I got the girls... Um, <laughs> a couple of DC animated... Oh, that was a bad one. A couple of DC animated movies. Um, they are... Or they were... Or they are... Big into the just... No. Big into the Teen Titans. I've spoken about it before. Uh, how much enjoyment I get from the fact that my girls like things that, that I, I used to like. Or I like, whatever. Um... So, I uh, got them a couple of Teen Titans movies. They've had them since Christmas and they've not been watched. <coughs> oh, jeez. Oh, fuck a dog. Um, so, one that looked super cool was... Teen Titans versus the Justice League. At this point in time, I will say, if you have no interest in animated movies, DC animated movies, or DC superheroes, skip forward about three minutes. That was ample enough time for you to skip forward three minutes. So, let's crack on. Um, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I've, I've always enjoyed... The DC animated stuff, uh, whether that's the series that have been and gone or the animated movies, as I've said before, some of the movies are hit and miss. Um, some of them I've got and I've watched and I've gone, yeah, that was you know a movie. Others I've got and I've watched multiple times because I enjoyed them. Um, that reminds me, I've actually got one to watch. I should get on and crack on and watch that. Um, the girls enjoyed it, which was you know, which was uh, the main the main thing. I enjoyed it, which was you know a secondary thing. Um, good to see the mix of because so far we've had like you know the Teen Titans Go movie. Then we had Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go, which is good. This is a different version of the Teen Titans than what they know, so it's kind of hard for them to understand. The, it's still the Teen Titans, but not the version they know. It's like, it's, uh, you know, these characters are older. They're older than they are in the series they've been watching. And then trying to explain who the Justice League are. It's like, oh, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, you know, that sort of thing. Which, to me and, and people... <coughs> like me I suppose um, to try and explain who these these big superheroes are to people to, to, to people that don't know who they are it's a bit like well it, it's Superman you must know who Superman is no I know Batman okay well that's a start you know well that's Wonder Woman um, so that then resulted in uh, them they finished Teen Titans as a series and they've started on um, started on the Justice League series uh, which was cool 
the just the team like Teen Titans versus Justice League was really good. Uh, it was really enjoyable. Like I say, they enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was good fun. I enjoyed. I enjoyed that. Uh, like I say, I've got another one. Uh, I got one for. I got one at some point. Uh, Batman. Harley Quinn. Um, so at some point I'm going to need to give that a watch um, and as you guys know I will let you know what that was like Teen Titans versus the Justice League if you like that sort of thing check it out we've got another one to watch uh, we might get around to watching that at some point um, yeah in the gym I am watching Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood um that on the on the list on the screen thing whatever it whatever it is intro screen whatever says that it, i'm now on to season two so that's like the second half of full metal alchemist brotherhood i think it's like 50 50 something episodes i feel it's like a 52 54 sort of area uh, so according to the thing we're on the second series um, I just own a box set I just own the the, the box set of it <coughs> which doesn't have series it's just one box set uh, so I, I can't really tell you where that splits um, it's a obviously it's a big um, a firm favourite of mine so much so that I uh, I ruined my body with not one but two Full Metal Alchemist tattoos. Um, I thoroughly enjoy it. I think it's uh, the last. What is it? Sam calls it the last gasp of the of the good anime, which I would agree with. Um, it's a, it, it's a part of me feels it's a little bit of a shame because Brotherhood is so much better than the original Full Metal Alchemist series. <coughs> um, that if you were going to pick between the two, you would always watch Brotherhood. Um, I own both, uh, but like I say, I would definitely swing more toward Brotherhood. It's fine for putting on in the gym. I've seen it two or three times all the way through. So putting it on in the gym, it's subtitled anyway. So having that uh, aspect. Weird thing was, um, me and the middle daughter went to see Edward on Sunday. Walked in through his front door, walked into his living room. He was watching Full Metal Alchemist. I was like, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying Brotherhood. I started watching... Uh, the latest season of All or Nothing, uh, the 2019 season, so that's, you know, the season just gone, which was good to get it out. Um, and this season they're following the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I was quite excited, quite looking forward to watching this series. Uh, I've put the first episode on, I've watched so much of the first episode, and I'm a bit like... I don't know if I'm that bothered. It's always difficult when you watch 
the series from the season that's just gone. Because you know the outcome. You know, did the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl? Uh, and there's been series where you know they're following a team that you know didn't even make it to the playoffs. You know, the season they were following the Rams didn't even make it to the playoffs. So that season felt like it was cut quite short. That series felt like it was cut quite short. Um, I've not had the opportunity to watch any more um, since like last week. <coughs> Normally I would watch it on a Wednesday, but I'm not going to get the opportunity to do that this Wednesday for I am uh, indisposed tomorrow. I said which day it was. Um... I feel, I know I've been saying this for a little while, but I feel like I need a series that I can really get my teeth into. Um, I've thre- I threatened to watch The Witcher, but I just don't know if I can do that. It's not... It just doesn't feel like it's overly appealing to me. Um, I did see today that CD Projekt Red are now valued at $8 billion because of the Witch TV series increasing sales of the Witcher games 554%. And as Sam said today, who hasn't played the Witcher's game? Or the Witcher game, like Witcher 3. Who hasn't played Witcher 3? Um, but I'm guessing a lot of people, apparently. Um, I need a series I can get my teeth into. Uh, part of me feels like I, I wouldn't mind if that was like animated. Um, obviously, I've been watching a fair amount of anime recently. Um, I've been working. I said dinner. I've been working on that podcast. Me and Sam did a, a watch along of an anime movie, um, and it's the. It's super raw because editing was. There comes a point in time. There's another little bit of podcast information. There comes a point where editing becomes too much. Um, you have X amount of time to get a podcast out the door before it becomes uh, outdated or not as relevant, or uh, you lose interest in the podcast you did because t- too much time has passed. Whatever. And then there's a point where you go, to edit this would take me weeks. And that's very much what this podcast ended up being. The amount of editing. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not saying that Sam was like ranting and raving about stuff that you don't want on a podcast. Or I was ranting. Nothing like that. It's just there are various points that if you watch it on YouTube, which, you know, like I say, if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, please do. Um, If you watch it on YouTube, it's just... Two guys watching TV in silence and you can't see what they're watching. So think about that for a minute. Um, But the editing process was far beyond anything that was actually going to be a reasonable thing. Um, But yeah, I've watched watched quite a bit of anime recently. I have a love uh, of anime, so I wouldn't mind if it was something animated. Um, but I do feel like I need a good series to get my teeth into. 
pretty sure there's a series of Ray Donovan that I haven't watched. I should probably look into that. Anywho. Um, let me just... Uh, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about computer games. Um, I am playing Days Gone. I said that to you, not the way I say it to everyone else. The way I say it to everyone else is, do you want to know what game I'm playing at the moment? I'm playing Days Gone. Still. Um, I had a conversation with JK the other day. He was like, oh, did you play? Did, did you play much more of Days Gone? So I sent him a picture of the fact that I was playing Days Gone at that moment, that very moment in time. And he sent me a pic, he sent me a message back saying, oh, you're nearly at the end. Yeah? So bear that in mind. That was... Four days ago? I've played it every day since then. Ranging from... Half an hour to an hour to three hours a day. Still playing that game. So either... JK's definition of you're nearly at the end and the game's de definition are different or it's it's the game that just keeps on going and this is starting to sound a little negative um <clears throat> there, there was there was something that happened day before yesterday and I was like you son of a bitch I have played this game all the way up to this point and you are now going to shaft me. As is the way of games, isn't it, Control? Um, but with perseverance, I overcame the obstacle. Uh, also, the game flashed up a thing that said, do you want to skip this bit? I was like, that's a super cool feature. But no, I don't. I'm going to give it another go. And four goes later, I managed to uh, do it. Um, <clears throat> up until that point I'd managed to avoid dealing with any hordes and then the game was like it's time to deal with a horde I'm like I don't want to do that it's like yep that's the next mission so it forced me into a thing where I had to deal with a horde I have since dealt with another horde um, for those of you that don't know a horde is a big a load of zombies like a hundred plus zombies who attack you all at once they are fast they run uh, if they get hold of you, they kill you. So you have to like set up traps and explosives, and you know have a good gun or a good a few guns, um, bombs and molotovs and uh, grenades and things like that. Loads of weaponry to take on a horde. Um, I tried the first one doing it a certain way, and that didn't work. And I tried it again the same way, and that didn't work. So I changed my tactics. That didn't work, and then I just kept getting blown up. By my own hoisted by my own batard uh, i just kept getting blown up by my own bombs which was super annoying <clears throat> but then i managed to like I say overcome um the weird thing has to be that even the character that you play as is now pointing out the fact that the game just keeps asking you to do the same things you'll get like contacted through the game on like the walkie-talkie system and it'll be like um oh you know I, I need you to come and, and see me at your earliest convenience and the character's like 
let me guess, you want me to come to the camp because you've got a job for me to do that involves me going to do something for you? And they're like, yeah. It's like, all right, I'll see you in a bit. And I'm like, so even the character in the game realises that it's just SSDD. Uh, obviously, like I say, I've been, play, I've been talking to JK. He played the game. He loved the game, so on and so forth. Uh, but he even said to me, like, the, the third act, the back end of the game, gets a bit long in the tooth. Um, at that point in time that he said it to me, I didn't agree. That was four days ago, and I'm still playing it. I honestly thought I was at the end, uh, especially when I was told, you're at the end, you're nearly at the end. Um, I don't think I'm nearly at the end. Uh, something that I'm re- that I'm actually really looking forward to is starting the game again on New Game Plus. Um, this year looks like super slim pickings as far as games are concerned, and I feel very much like any game that I own, I certainly need to be looking at how I get my money's worth out of them. Days Gone has been super value, super good value for money. I think it was like, I think I paid in the sort of region of about thirty pounds. And I w- I'm going to go out and say that this is potentially in the 100 hours sort of area. It certainly feels like a game I've been playing for weeks. Uh, you guys might know how many weeks have I been talking about playing it. Um, so yeah, days gone. Um, I'm, I'm still playing. I'm going to continue playing and I'm going to try my damnedest to get it finished. Whether we have another instant where a game turns on me right at the end or what, I don't honestly know. But I will keep you posted and I will do a proper full review at the end if I do actually complete it, if I do finish it. I'll let you know what it's like starting it again. Um, But yeah, it's real slim. We've got Doom Eternal next month, I think it is. Which I'm sure will be very good. Um, But I don't think it's going to placate me or other people for very long. Um, VR wise, I, I played Arizona Sunshine and I finished it. Um, And it's just one of those games. I started it again. I was like, yeah. Um, there was supposedly a two-handed update. You got two-handed weapons. There was an update for it. But having started it again, there's been no option for a two-handed weapon. And I looked up online and it seemed like you had it early on at least. I don't know if you pick up a, a two-handed weapon at some point. I don't know. I haven't seen any. So... Um, I'll, I'll keep playing away at that. One game I want to get back to uh, is Aspire 1. I think it's had a series of updates to make it um, just run a bit better. Uh, and I want to get back to playing Thrill of the Fight to really uh, really shred my arms. Um, there's other bits and pieces that I want to play. Uh, I, found, I really fancy playing uh, Robo Recall again. Love that game. Um... 
but yeah, there's there's slim pickings out in the VR world. There's been a lot of I watch a lot of videos. Um, <coughs> there's like two or three guys that I watch quite sort of regularly, quite religiously. Uh, just they just do like various VR stuff. But there's been a couple of bits and pieces of VR news recently that's not been great. Uh, and they are addressing the fact that there, there is super slim pickings out in the world for for VR, which is never a good sign. Um, so yeah, I've, I've played a little bit, but not as much as I'd like to be playing. It's difficult because I have allotted game time. I allow myself to play at certain times a day. <coughs> and with being quite invested in Days Gone, I am very much a, if I'm playing games, I'm playing that. Um, there's been various points where it's like, I'm going to put the VR on. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, strikes and goes, peaks and troughs. And that is, that is, that is it. Uh, obviously, I always like to do a little bit at the end where I talk about going to the gym. Um... I I had a few days where I I had three days where I didn't go to the gym. Um, that was just circumstance. That was nothing to do with not going or not wanting to go. That was I wasn't in a position to go. Uh, I got real twitchy towards, but I like by the third day I was like I need to do something. I need to do something. So by day four I was so glad. When I got to day four and I, I knew that I was going to the gym that evening. Um, there was that inkling of, well, maybe maybe I'll not go today. Maybe I'll go tomorrow. It's like, no, you are going. Um, I went Sunday night. I went last night. Uh, yeah, it's not Monday today. Not that any of that matters. Uh, but it isn't Monday today. It's actually Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to go in a bit. Go, go to the gym in a bit. Uh, I want to say a bit. Is it? Oh, it's getting late. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go. Gonna go in a bit. Um, so I'm still going five times a week. Um, the um, I've had. Oh yes, yeah, so that was it. I had four days where not only was uh, well three days where I didn't go to the gym. Not only that, I ate nothing but carbohydrates for those three days. So you know, super thumbs up on that one. Um, ultimately, the result of that was I lost, uh, I only lost a pound. But, whereas last week I'm like, I lost three pounds and it was rubbish. This week, I'm like, I lost a pound. That's good going. Because to me, I'm like, I didn't go to the gym and I ate nothing but carbs and I lost a pound. So, that's, that's good. <coughs> um... I then had uh, I had a, a little bit of a poorly tummy, which uh, when I weighed myself, I was like, I'm just going to weigh myself. I know I only weigh myself once a week, but this week I was like, I can almost guarantee that being a little unwell, I didn't have any tea last night, stuff like that. I bet that's affecting my weight. Uh, so I weighed myself this morning, I'd lost another two pounds. Um, so, in eight days, I lost three pounds. So, you know. 
uh, as far as the gym's concerned, I'm going five days a week. I'm doing uh, pretty much the same amount of cardio as I have been doing. Uh, I'm very much aware that needs to increase, but with having these colds, uh, I did chest in the gym last night and then was really struggling with like a pain in my chest. It was like I pulled a muscle like right across the centre, like the solar plexus, is it? Um, so that, like, like I say, the colds and stuff, it just doesn't lean to doing big cardio. Uh, I'm not running. Uh, it's mostly a brisk walk um, with an incline. Uh, so, yeah. However, on the weight side of things, I've increased uh, weights in a multitude of different ways. I'm still just getting to a point where I feel uncomfortable to increase, and I do increase, and I'm getting not i'm not i'm by no means back to where i was with the weight that i was that i was lifting but i am getting closer um you know things like this are they're a long road unfortunately um but you know still going on i've been mixing stuff up trying to do different exercises to get my body like trick it into you know whatever um so yeah, it's it's progress, little bits of progress, um, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stick to it as best I can. I'll keep bringing you guys along with me so that you know how it's going, um, and yeah, that is that is that that is the podcast for this week. Thank you for joining me. Uh, big thank you to you guys sticking around keep coming back and all that good stuff um it seems to have been a week for for thanking people so like i say thank you to you guys for for coming back and and listening uh so yeah that's that i will speak to you next week i am sure unless the cold has killed me by then uh bye for now bye there you go what do you think of that another one done Another week gone. Whew. Yeah. As I mentioned earlier, there is a YouTube channel, so check us out over there. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, all of that. Uh, share with your friends. Get them to subscribe. Then get their friends to subscribe. And their friends to subscribe. And so on. And so on. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. There's a multitude of ways that you can send us some love. Social media links, email, kissing the screen, many of those things. Um, so yeah, everybody do that. So there we go. Until next time, it's uh, it's going to be me saying bye. And I'll see you then. Bye.